Hi everyone, my name is Missy Owete. Welcome to season three of the Money Matters with Missy podcast. This season, we're going to be looking at things differently. We're going to go topical, so we're going to pick a topic and we're going to discuss that topic. Of course, it will be split into different episodes until we've exhausted or dealt with the topic. Also, I'm going to be giving you things that you should consider on your to-do list based on the book if God wrote my to-do list. So we'll look at one item every week to help us stay, stay focused on our goals. I hope you enjoy this. Listen, subscribe, share, like. So my to-do list today is don't get sideswiped. And essentially, um, this talks about how we respond to um, people around us who appear to be acting selfishly. So um, like driving on the motorway and somebody's just tailgating you where everybody's maintaining, you know, a normal speed. But there's this one person, you know, who's like tailgating you um for whatever reason or you know parents that block um people's parking in their bid to get their children to school on time you know or you know people that get all they do they don't do as much work they seem to you know get the accolades for not doing as much work you know and it just doesn't seem fair so how do you respond to such people um in my books i would say you know pay them back in their own coin but that doesn't actually work because you're losing focus the important thing is that you need to be consistent in what you're doing and stay focused um james 3 from verse 16 to 17 says where jealousy and selfish ambition exist there is disorder and every evil thing but the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable gentle reasonable full of mercy and good fruits unwavering without hypocrisy so how do you respond choose on selfishness and integrity and don't get sideswiped okay hi everyone okay so we're still talking about um how to start investing um and i think what i find is it's that fear of just doing it just do it you know just do it nike just do it that fear of just doing it where do i start from and um what I just realized is that a lot of times we get so, um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know whether to call it bogged down by the complexity of something that could be so simple that we are, um, it's like we prevent ourselves from investing. Okay. 
I, I, I spoke um, the last time about um, the cash flow game um, the rich on, on Rich Dad's website is a cash flow game. It's an online game and he also has a board game. And I tell you, um, just go and play that game. Um, go and play that game because it will change your perception of a lot of things. And the game actually just simplifies the process of investing. Okay? It so simplifies it that if you begin to apply that to, you know, um, to your investing journey, you find that it's so easy. I remember last year when we, when I started this podcast and, you know, we're talking to different people, um, about investing and stuff like that. And people actually just, you know, they opened accounts on different platforms and they just started buying shares. Was it good? Was it bad? It wasn't, it didn't matter. They just did it. You know, um, of course, I've, I've not been able to catch up with them to find out how the, the shares were doing. But I realized that, you know, at that time, the reason why I heard about it was because they put the money in. It wasn't a lot of money. I think it was just about £50 or so. And within a week or two, the, the, the shares they picked were doing so well that they already had a profit just by doing you know that it was so simple so um and i i again saying that i i am i'm the kind of person i like investing in physical things like um brick and mortar you know which is why i love commodities so much because it's there and the thing about investing in those kind of things is that even if the market goes crazy until you sell you don't crystallize your loss so the loss is on paper it's not real until you sell and if the market improves you have the opportunity to um the market improves you have the opportunity to then you know recoup whatever losses that you've made and possibly sell at a profit whereas with um things that are not tangible um like investing in stocks and shares and all of that if the company goes boss or the market goes crazy, sometimes it could just wipe out your entire investment. And so I'm very, very reluctant to invest in, in shares and stuff like that. But that being said, um, there's some shares that my, my, my dad bought for us when we were um, young. You know, of course, um, they, I suppose today they'll be classed as penny penny share investments because some of the companies that he bought were were startups or re, they, they were just um put on the stock exchange so they didn't really have any track record and over the years you know they got bonus shares and the number of shares increased the value of the shares has really really gone up i think my husband was telling me re- recently about someone who someone he knows um who um um i think is my husband my husband used to be a stockbroker so i think one of his colleagues at work or something like that um an old man you know brought his box of shares that he had accumulated over the years and um asked the young man to to make it electronic you know so transfer them from paper shares to um, like an online account and 
the shares were valued at i would say about uh, in 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 sterling um they were valued about close to two million um and i'm sure he wouldn't have spent he probably wouldn't have spent more than maybe fifty thousand. So what would that be in 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 sterling? Uh, probably about maybe spend like a thousand pounds on those shares. But over the years, and we're talking of like over forty years, the, just the value. Not talk, let's not talk about the dividend that has accrued on those shares over the years. You know, and of course, <laughs> the man probably didn't even know he had he had so much. Um, in shares he probably didn't know the the value or the worth of what he had um but that that is the power of investing in shares and stuff like that so i'm not asking you to go and you know buy shares or buy bonds if i'm not advising you or giving you any kind of advice with exchanging knowledge here and sometimes i'll share my experiences with you and sometimes i'll tell you what i do as well so i'm not asking you oh go out buy shares you know and then in 40 years time it's going to be you're going to be able to return it. That's not what I'm saying. But the point I'm trying to illustrate is that you have people who just buy the shares and they forget about it. And then years and years and years later, it's worth millions, you know, because like I've always reiterated, investing is a long term game. Of course, for people that's trying to, to catch up, you know so you've lost time you know like i'm in my 50s um and retirement pot isn't doing great yeah i want to retire in five years um children's school fees needs to be paid you haven't started your kids are going to be going to uni in the next five years um and you want to have some funds in place for them or you want to be able to contribute towards you know buying their first home you know you want to have a trust fund for your grandchildren so you can't really help your children but you want your grandchildren to be in a better position you know or um whatever whatever the reason anyway you're playing catch-up you know then maybe you need to be a bit more proactive about what you do so in that case what the experts tell us is you need to go for um investments that have a higher return of course the higher the return the higher the risk you know and then you you probably have to trade um just to be able to you know recoup those lost time uh that you have and you probably need to be a bit more active as well so rather than just um you know buying the shares and just leaving it for years and years you probably need to buy low sell high reinvest your profit you know spread your risk and all of that and all of that just to make up for lost time but on average the investment game is it's a it's like it's a long-term game and for the people that it works for are people who put their money in and they allow it compound so we've talked about the the, 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 the the rule of 72, you know, the rule of 72 would tell you how quickly your money would double. So based on the return you're getting, so the, the interest rate or the rate of return you're getting, and basically what you do is you, you, um, 
divide um, your rate of return. No, you you take 72 and divide it by your rate of return, and it will tell you how how quickly, how many years it will take for your money to double. So the higher the return, um, the quicker your money would double. Okay. And so, um, because you're catching up, what you would need to do is look for um, um, investments that have a higher return or investments that have not such, you know, the, the return isn't very high, but they're very short term, you know, which is why I'm talking about trading, you know. So, um, that would be the way to do it. Uh, yeah, the way to, to go about it, to make up for time. And who knows, you know, you, you could hit the jackpot. And I'm I'm wondering whether jackpot is the right word to use. But you could, you, you could get to the point where, you know, you just pick the one investment and the return is just crazy. You know, you, you oppor- uh, 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 opportunity meeting preparedness. So you have the mindset that you want to put yourself in the right place and the opportunity presents itself you take that opportunity and boom you know you get a good return so that's the i mean essentially other than that you just have to do the work and you can do this one of two ways so you can either do it yourself um or you could you could you could get someone to do it for you which is why a lot of investments are done through portfolio of fund managers okay because there's a lot of things i mean i can't even begin to break it down you know and i tell you for a simple podcast i'm not sure i'll be eloquent enough to begin to explain the things that you need to consider when you want to invest in things like bonds stocks shares property and all of that is so much you know we're talking about property they talk about location 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 what does that even mean you know and location 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 means different things for different people you know and it will depend on the 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 strategy you know that you're going for you know i mean it's like crazy with stocks shares bonds they say buy low sell high you know so you buy when the 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 shares are undervalued okay so what does that even mean you know how do you begin to work out the value of the 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 share you know and so many different factors you know and then okay what sector do you begin to invest in you know um at the moment retail is doing great online businesses are doing great storage businesses are doing great because of the climate that we are in you know and we we find that um other sectors are not doing so great you know um the travel industry suffered a lot um and the reality of it is that there's some there's some depending on the sector in the travel industry that you invest in it could be a good thing because right now the 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 the, the companies are probably undervalued because of the losses they've suffered over the last 18 months you know but then it's 
picking the right one how do you know which one isn't going to go bust nobody knows nobody can tell you nobody can give you that information nobody knows with certainty what's going to happen so it makes it really really difficult and complicated what do we do we want to invest i mean the number of times i've had that question yeah so i want to invest what do i do in fact somebody said to me oh tell me what to invest in i put my shares in and i laughed and i'm like if i have that i i said to the person if i have the answer to that i'll be a millionaire because guess the number of people i'm going to sell that to you know i don't even have to sell it for a lot but i know there'll be a lot of people who would want to listen and invest you know and just you know charging them a token I, i'll be a millionaire i don't even have to do the investment i'll just make the money up front so i don't know i'm not an expert i do not know even the 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 experts don't know that's why they've got lots and lots of disclaimer and that's why the industry is regulated so that there are no sharp practice practices and so people are not scammed out of their life savings because they don't know so they're given very very strict rules and guidelines by which they need to operate within um to protect you know the average guy on the street so they don't even know even the so-called experts don't know which is why we had the 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 the, the property crisis 2007 2008 you know the the financial it was brought on by the financial um, the financial industry um, and then it spilled over to so many different things. So anything can go wrong. You know, nobody knows what's going to happen. A regulation could just change things, you know. Um, and so nobody really knows. And so therefore, um, they, like I always say, there's never a right or wrong answer. Um, the important thing is that you set goals um, and that, and I suppose that's why goals are important. You know, when, when you talk about investing, your goals are important. Why is very, very important. Why are you doing it? What are you looking to get from it? So what do you want to do? Are you investing just so that you can have added income? You want extra income? Your strategy will be different from the person who's trying to set up something for their children. Or their or their the grandchildren, you know. Are you saving for retirement? How much money do you need in your retirement? So the, the questions are so many that you need to answer, but once you know exactly what you're doing, then it makes it a lot easier. So, like I always argue, technically, investments are not for immediate return. You know, they're not for immediate return. The idea isn't so that you can um, make money now. The idea is for you to make money in the future. So um, the investment itself will grow in value, you know, and the return you get from it will grow in value. And if you compound it, then that makes it even grow even quicker you know however um some investments would give you immediate return but the sole purpose of the investment is not to give you an immediate return you know and well when i say it's not supposed to give you an immediate return i I suppose that's not i'm not saying that correctly so they're supposed to give you immediate return but you're not supposed to withdraw that return you're not supposed to spend the returns you're getting you're supposed to add it back to the pot you know so that you can either buy more investments or um increase your pot 
okay so then it's not money that you begin to spend on yourself now so he is supposed to give you a return if he doesn't give you a return then it's not straight away it's not a good um it's not a good investment i think it's rich dad that said that um he doesn't go for investments that don't give him immediate cash flow so you win immediately on the cash flow and then you win on the capital appreciation he doesn't buy investments um just because of the appreciation because what happens if, if the asset doesn't appreciate you know um you've just made it uh, you know bad investment but if you invest because of the return you're getting then at least with that return you can spread your risk okay so what do we do what do we do what do we do so if you're investing in commodities it's very simple very easy Phys- uh, that is as in you're investing in physical commodity very easy i think as of all the different asset classes it's the easiest go online or you know look for a good um um um, gold and silver dealer you know um i think they're regulated they're regulated by the fca check them up make sure that they are regulated open an account with them they need id they need to verify your money laundering and all of that and you can buy you know so if you're buying like really small quantities like um the silver coins you know um you can do it online if you're buying more than that um i would suggest that rather than just you know going onto a website and buying um have a conversation with them you know if possible go visit them in their offices you know know exactly where they're based because of course they're going to be holding you know these commodities for you so you need to know that they exist that is not a fake website so go visit them in their offices speak to their owners you know and verify the information they give you you can ask for reference so you can ask them to um, give you the details of some of their other customers with permission so you can speak to them to find out what their experiences were like research them you know make sure that they're legit but with investing in if you're investing in physical commodities i suppose it's the easiest um the next best thing will be i suppose um business so investing in business so um so if you're going to invest in business the easier easy ways of doing it so number one is starting up your own business um very complicated i don't care what kind of business it is it's difficult even with drop shipping business that you set up you know just setting up your website alone is not you know it's not a work in the park um even when they say oh do it for you da 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 you still have to click on things and check them out and make sure they work you need to understand you know what you're clicking on what it's doing and all of that and all of that so it's not easy it's not easy as in um you just click and it's there it's magically there you've got settings that you need to work through and all of that but yeah it can be done because i i have no it um knowledge and i've i think i've built so far probably built about four or five different websites you know so the things that you can they're, they're easy you know easy to do websites um 
that you can use but it's i would not tell you oh, it's easy of course if you are it savvy and you're that way inclined you probably find it easy and then there's the issue of getting your suppliers and the issue of getting your customers as well and then delivery and all of that and all of that so even amazon you know amazon that's oh everybody's making money from amazon it is not that easy there are lots of things that go into that but that would be the next best thing and the reason with business so if you're doing something like a drop ship drop shipping for example um if you're going to get training then that will be your biggest cost but if you if you're reading up on things that people have put in the public domain you know youtube and google and all of that and all of that and you're following those steps to build your own um dropship business then suppose the website cost will probably be the most expensive thing that you're investing in and as you build and grow it becomes an asset you know and depending on how big it becomes you know that that's an asset that you could sell so you're getting profit from the things you're selling and then it becomes an asset which you can then sell for a lot of money so investing in business is not again it's not too difficult now if you don't have it the time to invest you know in your own business and do you can you can invest in like um crowdfunding um um, um websites or peer-to-peer lending so there's some platforms where um individuals would give them their proposal so or write their business plan and ask people to invest in them um and um some of them you can invest as little as 10 pounds um but those ones again could be risky there's some where you could invest maybe like a thousand pounds um or more and those ones are a bit more protected because they go for the government scheme the eis which kind of like gives you a buffer so um you get tax rebates so you don't you can you 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 get like a tax credit for the amount you've invested in this type of businesses so that reduces your tax liability and if the company goes bust and you know nothing works the government gives you um they allow you rights of the investment costs you know um and i think there's there's no capital gain as well if the company if the company does do well and eventually they buy back your shares um you don't pay capital gains on it as well i think so you could do that as well depending on how much you have to invest and what you're doing you're investing in somebody else's business so you have the peer-to-peer lending the crowdfunding platform to invest in in um in businesses you know and taking that further investing in stocks and shares and bonds and all of that so when you buy um publicly traded shares so shares on the stock exchange you're actually investing in business so you don't have to start with your own business and with those ones again you don't have to um invest a lot you know so um some of them you know uh, traditionally you you have to buy a whole share and some of them will have minimum shares that you can invest in but there are lots of platforms now where you can you know you can invest in a portion of the share so i think itoro is one of them you know you can go on there i'm not sure if trading um 
212 does that as well i'm not sure i haven't checked but there are a few of them i don't know all of them but i know that itoro definitely would allow you buy a portion of a share as opposed to buying the whole share um but traditionally you have to physically buy the whole share so if the share is very expensive then that's it you're out you know but with with itoro i think you can open an account with about 250 dollars or less i'm not i'm not sure i think it's about 250 dollars you can open an account with and um you can invest as little as for some 10 some 20 dollars you know to buy a portion of a share of a company that you want to invest in so that's another another way um and also you can use the investment isa platform as well so you open an investment isa so everyone's allowed to you to to put up to twenty thousand into an isa every single year you know and it doesn't have to be the same isa you could have different isa so if you have other isas um you could open an investment isa um and with the in or stocks and shares isa um the, the same and i think there's a lifetime isa as well that allows you invest in, in in stocks and shares as well and what you then do is you put your money into the isa and the isa is linked to a trading platform and then you on that platform buy your stocks and shares so you buy the stocks and shares um for the companies that you want to okay again researching you know you have to research i think one of the reasons why itoro is very popular is there's some people that are doing very very well on itoro and you're allowed to copy them so you're allowed to copy their trades so even if you don't know um anything about shares you can just read up on the profile of someone who's doing well and just whatever it is they do you know i think it's as simple as you know clicking a button and you can copy what they're doing but then with itoro as well it gives you when you click on the share you can read you know the synopsis of the the company how they've been doing over the years what return they've made over the years and all of that and i think they give you updates then itoro generally just gives you news updates you know on the market in general as well um so you could do that as you know if you're thinking of investing in in, in in stocks and shares so with the investment isas you could use that information i think that some of the investment isas as well they give you that information to help you choose and if all else fails you can i you can get the the organization that you have your um, investment isa stocks and shares isa you can get them to manage your fund for you so you just put the money in and they do the managing for you based on your criteria so of course when you're setting it up you know your 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 attitude to risk they will ask questions about your attitude to risk you know the kind of return you're looking for and all of that and then they help you manage your funds okay and then um so the, the finally we've got property so you, with property again if you're doing proper investing not necessarily trading then um investing in either commercial or a uh, buy to let is, is probably the route to go so there are other different types of way of investing in property which includes things like service accommodation um 
if you're going to do it yourself is a lot of hard work we've got um, hmos again same thing a lot of hard work involved in there and there's so many different things you know that you could do um is what they call rent to rent so with rent you rent a property um and then rather than renting it out as to a family unit you know you could rent it out to um, more than one so some of those they use is the strategies they use for service accommodation and hmos and all of that but you can also use it as long as the um the area in which you're operating isn't licensed um you could rent say like maybe rent a three bedroom property for example um that has maybe three bedroom two living room and then you could rent it out room by room and then the living room is a common area um and then you're responsible for all the bills you know and then you can make a small profit but because you didn't buy the the property you're not investing a lot so all you're probably going to be investing is probably the furniture you know that you put into the property because every other thing is covered by the tenant so um you pay a deposit your tenants pay your deposit so you recoup your money um and of course the rent that you charge them you have a portion of the bills included you know so it's their money you're using to pay the bills and everything and you keep the difference of course those kind of arrangements you're responsible for the repairs which means that part of your profit you need to set aside for some kind of repair and what i find is for those kind of deals even even though it sounds so nice but really the reason why a landlord would allow you do that is because the property is either they're unable to rent out the property or the property needs a bit of work and that's where your investment will come in so your investment will be to put it in in, in good standard because the landlord doesn't have the money to do so i just pay the landlord one monthly rent you know and you take charge of the property for a while and so there are different types of strategies like that that you could do but what happens if you don't even have enough to do the rent to rent deal you know um you've only got like a hundred pounds every month that you and you desperately want to invest in property so there, there are other ways so you could either go down the route of you know putting your um buying shares in 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 companies you know that are related to property so maybe they they they, they buy um and rent out property so they lease properties you could buy shares in them or but the 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 better one is um what's called a REIT so it's real estate investment trust and they're probably better because they're set up as a trust they've got to invest 75 percent of their money in buying property for them to qualify and they've got to distribute 90 percent of their profit as dividend you know so if you if you buy your shares if you buy shares in in those rates if you buy the shares of the rates um you're essentially investing in property and you're going to get returned so it's almost as if you're buying a part of it and you're going to get dividend you know um i mean something has to go terribly wrong for them not to give you um a return on your investment okay so those are things that you can do um to start investing you know do something 
So taking it from the top, investing in a REIT, buying shares in business, buying commodities, you know, setting up your own business, do something just to 10 pounds. You know, we talked about how to invest 10 pounds and we had a whole list of things of, you know, of what you could do with 10 pounds. Just do it. You know, don't say, oh, I don't know what to do. You know what? 10 pounds is not a lot of money to lose. But the thing is that once you start, your attention will get focused on that. And before you know it, you're paying attention to what's happening. You know, you're reading up, you're listening, you're educating yourself, and then you get better. And then you can then increase your investment you know you could then increase the amount that you're investing you know so do something and even even bitcoin i think um the 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 the, the value of bitcoin dropped 20 percent over the last month or so um so even that you know potentially it could be something maybe you've always liked the idea of bitcoin it's something that you always wanted to do but the price of it was just crazy you know is something you could do you know um so don't don't just um you know keep postponing and saying i don't know what to do i don't know what to do break that circle and do something okay at the very least open an investment isa and put your money in the investment isa okay and if you get confused i really don't want to do anything get the get the fund uh, you know the the, the the provider of the investment isa to manage the fund for you you've done something you started the investment you know and then as you begin to pay attention to those things um you find out that you're able to now learn more you know you get more interested it's like wanting to buy a new car you know you pick a make and a model and then all of a sudden you notice every car on the road is every other car on the road is that make and model because you're paying attention to it you know and then you can begin to do different things and then you when you start you begin to find out there's some there's some things that you definitely do not want to invest in and there's some that you know yeah i would like to do more on this and then you can begin to eliminate you know which of the investment vehicles you want to whether you want to do all we suggest you do all to diversify or you just want to focus on one and then diversify within that one you know so you can just pick one asset class but within the asset class you diversify or you can invest in all four asset classes you know you can invest in all four asset classes and still diversify within each of those asset classes so rather than just buying a particular type you buy a bit of everything so everything i've mentioned you could do a little bit in in all of them you know and then as time goes on as you begin to um, gather experience as you begin to listen to the expert you know you can then begin to figure out what portion you know of your in investment fund are you going to put in so people some people will just split it 25 25 25 or for asset classes some would do 10 somewhere 80 somewhere five five somewhere else whatever but as time goes on you begin to look at those different things the reality is that everybody you know comes up with the idea that oh this this is the best way to do it this is the right way to do it there's nothing like that there's no right or wrong answer 
because everybody has different everybody has different um goals you know we have different things that you want to um, achieve and even when you have the same goal as someone you might not have the exact same amount you know you might not have the exact timeline you know to work towards you know you might not even be within the same country your circumstances might not be the same and so you find that your choices will, will definitely be different you know so don't 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 get too worried about oh i don't know what to do not to do anything start small you know put your toe in the water as they say you know very very small um and then take it from there so i hope this has answered um the question on how do i invest how do i start to invest i hope it's answered that question um if you have any other comments to make you know if or if i still haven't answered the question get back to me um and we would you know i would maybe i'll try and understand what the question you're asking is and then try and attempt to answer it or better to bring on an expert you know to talk to you about investments and all of that so i hope this this has been useful my name is monsieur wete and this is the money matters podcast mm-hmm.